where the markets are headed. We've got uh, two perfect individuals to kind of kick that around. Vinny Catalano back with us, president and global macro strategist at Blue Marble Research, also managing member of Adriatic Capital Partners in our Bloomberg 1130 studio, along with Rob Johnson, president at the Institute for New Economic Thinking. Um, nice to have you here. Good afternoon, guys. Here. Pleasure to be here. Do you know where you're going, <laughs> Vinny Catalano? Uh, you know, there's, I, I said to you, man, there's so much going on sure. uh, right now. Uh, investors seem to be pretty immune, though, to things that might otherwise shake them up in an er- another era. Um, where do you see the markets headed right now? And well, you've, you've been a lot more, I feel like, realistic. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a polite way of saying I've been a little bit more <laughs> yes. cautious. Yes. A lot cautious. A lot cautious, yes. Um, Earnings and interest rates, they're good. Valuation justifications can be found. And that's, uh, that's kind of like the centerpiece of the action that uh, many investment professionals uh, are, are relying upon. And as long as that's the case, then, you know, it's hard to argue against that. And if you look at market indicators, you're not getting any market indicators, meaning price action mm-hmm. uh, and momentum. Uh, that that give you any any sort of warning signs that hey, you know maybe market sentiment might be uh, starting to change. So, but you're still cautious. Uh, I'm still cautious for the reasons that I think we'll discuss here, having to do with what I've I've called upstream downstream sort of issues, uh, with the earnings and interest rates being the downstream pool. Of, uh, of investment decision making. Well, Rob, let me bring you into this. When you look at the markets, when you look at the economic backdrop, what do you see? Uh, I see a politically economic environment around the world, an American-based world system since World War II that's disintegrating. The Russian-U.S.-European alliance is kind of hanging by a thread, and maybe the Russians are holding a sword, and the Chinese are changing the architecture and the nature of how things operate in Asia. And I don't think equity analysts or even currency traders will really price those things because it's not, it's not like a deck of cards. It's like an unknown unknown. It's different it, and from it's what's different, been. And there's no history of probabilities. There's no history. And there's no logic. There's just stories. And uh, those stories aren't very well anchored. And for that reason, the issue that I have, the problem that uh, several others have uh, with this market being priced the way it is, Mm -hmm. is from a valuation point of view. It's priced as though everything is sweetness and light, that there aren't these unknown issues that are out there. There isn't this unprecedented period uh, that we are living in, uh, even if you just take it from a central bank uh, monetary activism point of view. Uh, that should take a few points off of a fully valued market, but it hasn't because liquidity is there, money flows, the music's playing, you have to dance, and this goes on and on and on until it stops going on. The earnings are also there, and I'm just taking yeah. a look at some numbers that, uh, in one of our Bloomberg stories because we all were kind of blown away by some of the big tech names uh, last week and how impressive mm-hmm. they were and concerned that they weren't going to kind of live up to expectations, and yet they mm-hmm. largely did. Uh, we've got more than half of the S&P 500 uh, index companies reporting. Earnings have risen 8.4%. Sales are up 6.3%. Go over to Europe, profit growth for companies in the stock 600 coming in uh, at around 8%, pretty strong. Uh, and then you've got uh, among the roughly one quarter of the companies in the MSCI AC Asia Pacific Index have reported growth was even more brisk at 15%. Sure. That's a pretty decent backdrop. And pretty decent backdrop. The issue is valuation. At what level is 
uh, are the markets taking on too much risk, it, pricing in too much uh, enthusiasm uh, and confidence and comfort uh, in, in those earnings. And that, that's, that's the issue that, uh, that is problematic to me and, and has been for quite some time. And uh, so I've been driving as an investment manager with one foot on the brake. And unfortunately, I should have taken that foot off the brake. <laughs> I was going to say, ouch, <laughs> sorry, for, out sorry for you. Yeah, yeah, sorry yeah, for but, you. Well, uh, talk to me a little bit more about this upstream, downstream idea that you guys have mm-hmm. been talking about. Well, just to quickly mention that uh, in the upstream, if you use the analogy of upstream of of lakes and creeks and streams and all of that, they feed down to the downstream world of rivers. The downstream world of rivers is where investment professionals occupy, and they look at the inputs into their valuation models downstream, and they delegate to the upstream area the experts, and that's the issue that I think Rob can talk to in terms of some of the concerns that one should have about what's going on in the upstream world. Don't rely on experts? Upstream world. Uh, My sense of the upstream world is it is a pretend fantasy park of precision. It is a place where if you look at just take the Federal Reserve or the Bank of England, their forecasting record is abysmal. The Council of Economic Advisors forecasting record is abysmal, Mm -hmm. but people yearn for order. We're all kind of psychological suckers, and so they come out with all their models and rituals. It's it's like some old kind of church ritual in the old days, and they come out and they tell you this is what's going to happen, and everybody knows everybody else wants to feel like things are orderly, and we all condition on each other, and then we all go off to the races until those things are. In, how you say refuted by evidence rob just got about 20 seconds so then what would you say investors should do ignore most of the so-called experts i don't I know think, what to call I, you guys but yeah, yeah no i think what you, i think what you have to do is make up your own mind and don't pretend the experts that as uh, when they talked about adam smith and the invisible hand one of his uh, biographers said that's a father in a fatherless world. Oh, yeah. We're in a fatherless world. Wow. Boy, Monday, pretty negative. Got to run. Vinny Catalano over at Blue Marble Research and uh, Adriatic Capital Partners. Rob Johnson, president of the Institute for New Economic Thinking. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio.